0: Doing the same thing over and over again and expecting some kind of a different result? That's the definition of insanity, right? And yet, if you're anything like me, you're guilty of doing this sometimes. Chances are you're probably making at least one, maybe more, of the most common goal-setting mistakes out there, and then looking at yourself wondering why it's not working. So let's do something about it. In this episode, I'm sharing the top five biggest, most common goal-setting mistakes you're probably making. Here is my promise to you, you will not make these super common and self-sabotaging goal setting mistakes again. Not only will I help you to see the mistakes you're making, because hello, I've made them too, so I know, but I'm going to show you what you can do instead to make sure you do achieve the goals you want in your life. By the end of this episode, you're going to know what to change with any goal you're working on right now. Best of all, you'll be ready to set your next goal in a way that's going to help make you way more likely to succeed. So say goodbye to insanity, because you are never going to make these goal-setting mistakes again. Welcome to the Golden Girls Podcast, where we believe you can have it all. I'm your host, Lisa Michaud, and I'm spilling tangible tips, goal-getting strategies, and real-life stories to inspire you to tackle your biggest dreams. You're a woman who knows you're made for more. Get ready to leave the excuses and self-doubt behind by being vulnerable, sharing your truth, and having honest conversations so you can succeed on your terms. Together, we'll set goals you'll actually achieve by staying motivated, having fun, and building a community of women empowering women. It's time to tap into your best self, get confident, and truly have it all. Golden Girl, let's dive in. Well, hey there, Golden Girl. Thank you so much for joining for this episode of the Golden Girls Podcast, the top five biggest, most common goal-setting mistakes you're making. With each mistake I share, I'm also going to tell you what to do instead with real tactical tips you can take away today. Now, you know I'm also all about the honesty, so here is the truth. I'm just going to lay it out there for you. I have made every single one of these mistakes before, and I still make them, so I need this episode too. What I'm about to share is not about shaming you or judging you or making you feel worse about yourself. Instead, I want you to be open. I want you to just be open and honest with yourself if you're making any or maybe all of these mistakes. My request for you is this. Be ready to learn and try something new. If something I say triggers you or makes you a little uncomfortable, I'm going to ask you, by the way, not just in this episode, forever, to look deeper in yourself and ask you why it's uncomfortable for you. Anywhere in your life that you're uncomfortable or feeling triggered is simply an opportunity for you to learn more about yourself and see where there's room inside you to grow and possibly something new to explore. So if you're on board for some honesty and some real truth, let's dive in. Here are the top five goal setting mistakes you're making and what to do instead. Number one, this is the most common goal and if there's any other overachievers out there, put your hand up with me right now high up in the air. The number one mistake is setting too many goals. What we tend to do is overestimate what we can do in a year and underestimate what we can do in the next five years. So think about it. Have you ever hit January 1st and decided that this is going to be the year that you find the love of your life, that you get that promotion you've been waiting for, probably start the passive income side hustle, uh, run the marathon, travel to six countries, write your book, etc., etc., etc.? Okay, and if you're here with me and you still got your hand in the air, you're not the only one because my hand's in the air too. So often we are guilty and we try and do all the things at once and then we end up just getting burnt out and discouraged. The reality is, is that while we try and do all the things in like a year, if you look at the next five years, oh my gosh, you could be living a radically different life. And in 10 years, you might not even recognize it. For me, I look back to five years ago And at the time, I was living in Fort McMurray, Alberta. I was working a corporate job and so was my husband. We had a 3,000 square foot house with a backyard and triple car garage and had one rental property at the time and no kids and a heck of a lot of freedom. Now, five years later, I live in downtown Vancouver in a condo, which is crazy and my dream come true. We have nine rental properties, and we're looking to buy a few more. We have a beautiful daughter, and I get to run this business, uh, something that I didn't even know was possible for me. Honestly, if I tried to do all of these things in a year, I probably would have achieved a big fat zero of them. But because it's happened over time, these things are possible for me. What I see happening so often is women, just like you, and even myself, I've been guilty of it too, is setting a ton of goals. And then getting overwhelmed and then getting discouraged when we don't see progress. What happens when you're not seeing progress in your goals and you get discouraged is that's where your negative self-talk comes in. So you never think, oh man, maybe I should just have set less goals. No, no. You start to think, well, they've done it, so why can't I? There must be something wrong with me. Maybe I'm not smart enough. I'm not good enough. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm too young. I'm too old. Whatever the story is, whatever brand of not good enough you have going on in your head, that's what comes out. And that discourages people from setting goals again and achieving what they're really capable of. That That's stopping you from achieving what you're truly capable of. Here's what I want you to do instead. And trust me, I'm like nervous just saying this because I know the overachievers out there, if you're there with me, you are going to be like, well, but Lisa, I, I know you're going to have excuses for this because I certainly did too. I challenge you to focus on one goal. Stick with one thing at a time. And the time frame I like, I love the 100-day model, like 100 days stick to one thing because it's a great chance for you to actually see results and make a difference. But you can pick any time frame. The point is to pick to one thing and really commit to it. You only have so much time in a day. And I like to use the wine bottle analogy because I do love wine. So imagine that everybody listening, you know, 50 people, maybe 2,000 people, uh, maybe 100,000 people, it doesn't matter how many, imagine we're all in a room and I had one bottle of wine. And you guys all wanted a glass. And I tried to top you up with my wine bottle. Well, if there was any more than five of us in the room, you guys would all be pretty mad that I wasn't able to give you any wine and all you maybe got was a tiny little drop. That is what's happening with your time and your energy when you try and set too many goals. You are trying to fill all the glasses and all the cups of your goals. And you don't, you frankly don't have enough time or capacity or energy to do them all. And then you're looking at all of them being like, well, maybe I wasn't meant to do that or maybe I just wasn't meant to try this or maybe I I don't have enough here. I am pretty darn certain that almost anything you want to do, you can achieve. Like whatever the goal that you have in your heart is, it is meant for you for a reason. But you can't do them all at once. So instead, I challenge you to stick with one goal. And whether you choose to do that for 100 days or for one year or for five years, depending on the size of your goal, of course, and your capacity and your energy, pick one and stick to it. If you are an overachiever and you want to do more, great. Just put the extra time and energy into that goal and making it happen faster if that's what you got to do. And if you are a commitment phobe, maybe start try setting a 100-day goal. That way you know in 100 days you can recommit to a new goal because I know some of you guys don't like the commitment and you're a little nervous about that. But please, 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 my friend, take my advice here. Stop setting hashtag all the goals and stick with one goal at a time. Remember, in five years, you can be living a radically different life, but only if you focus on one thing at a time. Stick with one goal and instead of feeling discouraged and burnt out and underwhelmed by your progress, You're going to be amazed, you're going to feel momentum, you're going to see what results you're creating, and my goodness, nothing is more motivating than that. That is how you're going to change your life. That is how you're going to achieve whatever dream, whatever goal you have in your heart. All right, let's talk about number two, the second biggest mistake that I see that you may be making. This is having goals you don't care about. I know you might be thinking, but why would I have a goal that I don't care about? My friend, you're going to be surprised because this happens a lot more often than you think. I'm going to share a story of my friend Allison, who is one of the most beautiful humans that I know and I'm so grateful for her as a friend and for her permission to share this story with you. Allison is a brilliant woman. When she was in her 20s, she was ambitious and she set a goal for herself too, actually. She said, by the time I'm 30, I want to be a manager and I want to be making six figures. Well, she's a hustler. She's a Brilliant, smart woman, and she got it done. She was 30, she was a manager, she had was making six figures. By the time she had her mid-30s, she was burnt out. She was exhausted, she was unhappy, and she could not figure out why. She had achieved all her goals. Wasn't that the ticket? Isn't that how you achieve happiness and have things be magically wonderful in your life? The truth is this: Allison has set goals that she did not care about. She thought having a manager title sounded good, but in reality, she didn't really like managing people and it wasn't as much fun as she thought it was going to be having people always coming to her and having to troubleshoot and lead a team in that way. She thought sig- having six figures was sounded great, but the truth was that she was having no time to spend with her husband. She was working way too much. Her health was suffering and she wasn't happy at all. She had all this money and no time to spend it, which sounds like a pretty great problem to have and I was like, well, hey, Allison, you know, like spread some of that love around here. But the truth is, is that it wasn't what she really wanted. So often I see people doing this. I see people setting goals like a number on a scale or a dollar figure in their business or a salary or a title without understanding what they really truly want. So many people think they want a house because of what a house symbolizes. But then I know for myself, when I had a house, I was like, oh, this is a lot of work. I do not want a house. I am super happy with my condo. (laughs) What I want you to do instead, and it, but let me say this, by the way, let me back it up here. This is really common because I think we've grown up seeing kind of like that one way of success. Like you you go to school and then you graduate and you get a good job, one that hopefully impresses people when your parents tell their friends out loud. Uh, then you hopefully you have pension and benefits and then you get a promotion and you find the partner, you marry the partner, you buy a house, you have kids and you retire in 20 to 30 years and like that's it. And that's the model of success we've all been sold and we've all been seeing through our lives, and yet so many of us never stop to ask, is this what I want? Is this what I really want in my life? This is where I challenge you. This is what I want you to do instead. Instead of setting the same goals, and by the way, this is not your fault. This is just the way that our society is, and this is the way that we learn. Like, we learn from those that were around us. We learn from what we see on TV. We learn from our teachers, our friends, our parents growing up. So there's nothing wrong with what, you know, you, and you should not shame yourself or guilt yourself about this. But right here, as you're listening to this, I challenge you to check in with yourself. Instead, I want you to use this opportunity to reflect on what you really, really want and why? What is it that you want in your life, even if it's different than what you've seen anybody else do? What do you really want and why? The way to go one level deeper on this is to connect to the emotion, connect to the feeling. What is it that you want? Like, What is it going to feel like to have that goal? If the goal, if you can't answer that question really solidly, and it can't just be like, oh, it's going to feel good or, yeah, it's, it's going to be awesome. No, like I'm talking about what's the emotion. Are you going to feel proud? Are you going to feel courageous? Are you going to feel driven? Are you going to feel like you've contributed something, like you're valuable? Those are the kinds of things that are really important. For me, having a house, I thought, was just kind of what you do and it felt all right. But what I realized was I don't care about having a house. I care about having community, community. And I care about hosting and being able to have all the people I love in my space. And I'm able to do that in my condo perfectly fine and wonderfully. And so that's an example of where shifting from having the house that really didn't mean anything to me to having the condo and connecting to the feeling that I really wanted to experience allowed me to shift my perspective of what I thought success looked like and allowed me to change because I understood what I really, really wanted. That's my challenge to you. As you're listening to this, over the next couple of days as you're percolating, maybe listen to this episode again, connect to what you really, really want. What is the emotion? What is the feeling? And the brilliant thing about this is that when you know that, you can actually chase and find that emotion, not just in the long term, but find it every single day. Find a way to feel purposeful. Find a way to add value every day. Find a way to feel joyful or courageous every single day and you're going to be successful like this minute, not one day in the future. So that is the second mistake there. Having goals you don't care about, what I want you to do instead is know what the emotion is. What is it going to feel like to achieve what you want to achieve? And then set a goal around how you want to feel. Okay. Number three. Planning to fail. Whew. I know so many people who do this and I'm guilty of it too. I set a goal and then I just hope that magically it's going to work out okay. Uh, maybe you've done this too. Maybe you've signed up for a race like a triathlon or a half marathon and then just continued along only to find out two weeks before that the race is happening and well, crap, you haven't started any training. Here's the thing. Any goal that you're going to achieve is going to be something new, something you've never done before. And so if you don't plan to succeed, you're planning to fail. Right now, I know you and you don't have time for anything else. But if you don't make time and if you don't change anything in your life, you are not going to be able to achieve your goals. So you are going to have to change and I'll talk more about this in the fourth mistake. You're going to have to make some changes and you're going to have to plan for success. One of the best things I ever did and my gosh, if you, this is like the one thing that made a massive difference for me about eight years ago in my life is I started doing weekly planning. It is my favorite thing and I could probably talk to you about it like all day, weekly planning. So what I want you to do is plan ahead for success. Get realistic and think about how much time is it going to take you to achieve your goal. And that's going to depend on what your goal is. You know, if your goal is to write a, a book, maybe you want to put aside 100, 100 words a day or a 1,000 words a day, depending on where you're at in your life. Maybe your goal is to run a marathon, you're going to need 20 hours a week. Maybe your goal is to start a business and you need, you know, 40 or 50 hours a week, whatever that is. Plan ahead for success every, whether it's Friday afternoon or Saturday morning or Sunday night or Monday morning, take half an hour to 45 minutes and plan your week ahead. You guys, if there's one thing that is taking me from being like a broke student uh, to starting a national level leadership conference and then being able to move up in the corporate world, build a multi-million dollar net worth and now create my business and be a uh, working mom who is figuring it out along the way, it is this thing right here. It is... This is how I feel like I have it all and because I don't do it all, but I do plan to make sure that all the things that I want in my life are in my calendar for the week. So I'm here I am talking about this. I'm like, I need to do a whole episode on weekly planning and give you all my tips. But I'll tell you this. I do have a free weekly planner that you can grab. Uh, It's totally free and you can grab it at lisamichaud.com forward slash weekly and you'll find the link in the show notes as well. But grab that. Like it gives you the chance to ask yourself, what is my goal? And what am I going to do this week towards the goal? Then the trick is putting that in your calendar. Like every single week, blocking the time for it. If you need to get childcare, you hire childcare. If you want to go on a date night, you are booking the restaurant. You are uh, doing the swap with another family if you need to get childcare. You are negotiating who's doing pickups. You are setting yourself up for success for whatever that, that goal is. You are setting your alarm earlier if it means getting up an hour earlier to do your workout. Whatever that's going to look like, my friend, you have to plan for it. If you don't plan for it, I already know that you do not have time. You do not have time for your goal and it won't happen. So plan ahead. Plan for success. That is how you're going to achieve your goals and get the success that you want in your life. Okay, number four. (sighs) Some of these are doozies, man. These are big but – so important for you to think about this and really start to get aware. And maybe as you're listening to these, you're already thinking, okay, I, I think I know maybe I, where I'm going wrong or maybe you haven't figured it out yet. Number four may be the one. It's one that we don't talk about a lot. And it is the mistake of ignoring your mindset and your habits. I believe that 80% of success is a mindset. And we talk so much about, um, strategy, but I, Hear me loud and clear. Mindset will eat strategy for breakfast every single time. Mindset trumps strategy because if you don't believe in yourself, if you cannot get back up after you've failed, if you cannot hear no a hundred times, a thousand times, whatever it means on the way to your success, you won't achieve it no matter how freaking good your strategy is. Mindset is what matters. Now, habits. There is a great quote out there that I'll pop the reference here in the show notes here. But first, you create your habits, and then your habits create you. you. 40 to 50% of what you do every single day is just habit. If you have the right habits in place, well, then you can achieve anything that you want. If you don't pay attention to your habits and your mindset, you're going to keep doing what you've always done. Your habits are not going to change, you're going to keep showing up the same way. Your mindset is going to stay the same, and then you're also going to be discouraged, or get be hard on yourself, or give up too soon. When you don't pay attention to your mindset and your habits, you keep doing what you've always done and then, duh, you get what you've always gotten, right? Goals, I say this and I say this again and again and again because I truly believe it. This podcast is called Golden Girls, so obviously you know I love goals, but the truth is that they're not about what you actually achieve. It's about who you become. To achieve a new goal, you fundamentally have to change what you believe and how you show up and what you do to achieve anything new and that's what it's about. It's about you becoming who you're meant to be. Here's what I'm gonna challenge you to to do instead. Right now, let's say you're being super successful in your goal so far, or you know, like seeing some progress, you're pretty happy. Here's what I'm challenging you to do. I want you to create one new mantra and mindset for success and at least one new habit to support your goal, right here. Even if you're seeing some progress, this is gonna help make sure that when you stumble for the first time, or the fifth time, that you keep going. Or that when you hear no, again, that you have the tenacity to continue on. This is going to be what helps set you up for success and really means that that goal is within your reach. So when I say create a new mantra or mindset for success, here's a really simple thing you can do. I want you to take take a moment here and I'm going to ask you a question and see what the first thought that comes up is. If there was one thing that was going to stop you right now from achieving your goal, what would that be? What just came up there? Pay attention to that thought. Was it the thought that you don't have enough time, that you have kids so you can't do this too? Was it that you don't know enough, that you're not smart enough, that there's already too many people doing it, or that you don't know anybody that's ever done it before, that it's not possible, that you don't know how? What what just came up there, that you don't have the money, that you don't have the time? Any, those are the most common ones, by the way. You can tell I know them off by heart because my head tells them to me too. And my clients say them, my students say them, so I know them. Which one is it for you? And there might be a whole bunch, by the way. I mean, you may have been like, oh yeah, check, 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 check don't get overwhelmed here. Just, just start with one. Pick one of those things that you identified as like, well, yeah, that was that's an old mindset. That's a something that's not going to help me. And shift that into something that's better and believable. Shift that to something that is empowering for you instead of something that's going to set you back in your success. So as an example, uh, the thought that I don't have time. I'm going to give you what that, your new mantra for success might be. It might be I have time for everything that's important to me. If you think, I don't have time to be a good mom and be a working mom, well, shift that. Say, I'm a better mom when I'm working. If your mindset is, I don't know how, shift it to, I don't know how, and I will figure it out just like I figure things out every time. When, with that mindset shift, with that new mantra, Think about – and this is kind of open for you to decide how it's going to be best for you. It might be something that you want to say to yourself every morning. One of the things I love doing is setting an alarm on my phone with my – what I believe. And setting an alarm three times a day, you know, morning, lunchtime-ish, and afternoon just to remind you of that thought so that it comes up. I mean, maybe you need that every hour. I don't know how <laughs> – what you're doing or how hard that is. But you literally have to reprogram your brain here. And I could probably do a whole other episode on this as well, which I probably will at some point. But this is what it's about. It's starting to reprogram those beliefs so that you have the success mindset you need to achieve whatever your goal is. Now, let's quickly talk about habits. To really change and achieve a big goal, you're probably going to have to change a lot of your habits. Let's just start with one. No matter what your goal is, there will probably be there, – no, there will be a new habit that you need to be successful. Whether that is uh, the new habit of when you wake up in the morning instead of hitting snooze and going on your phone, you are reaching down, putting your running shoes on, and going out for a run. Maybe your new habit is going to be that you take Saturday mornings and you use that as your time to start your side hustle or you take that time to start writing your book or whatever that passion is. That That's a new habit. If you're not sure what new habit to do, I'm going to give it to you and it's going to be weekly planning. So make sure you grab the weekly planner uh, to get started on that because if you're not already doing that, trust me when I say that is going to be an absolute game changer for you. So that is number four. That's a mistake a lot of people don't think about when they're achieving their goals and they're working towards it. But it's such a mistake to ignore your mindset that's literally 80% of the reason why you will be successful or why you will fail and 40% of what you do plus Is your habit. So if you ignore those, you're not going to be able to get what you want. Instead, my challenge to you is this. I want you to create one new mantra for success. One new mindset shift there. Um, Pop it on your screensaver. Put it on your phone. Put a sticky note. Write it on your mirror with a uh, marker. Whatever you got to do there, create that and shift your mindset there. And create one new habit, at least one new habit to support your goal. And if you don't know where to start, start with weekly planning, my friends. You will love it. I promise. All right. (sighs) Number five, now I am super guilty of this, oh my gosh, it is doing it alone. That is one of the biggest mistakes I see. Now I've been really guilty of this in my business. I am a solopreneur, Um, just a couple months ago was the first time I ever brought anybody else into my business to see behind the scenes, but I thought working from home was going to be the dream and I'd just be like in my pajamas and sneaking downstairs and having a nice healthy lunch and everything would just be perfect. Holy crap, was I wrong. It is hard to do it alone. And if you are doing it alone, you can probably relate to this too. Anything you're doing is harder alone. Trying to achieve your goal off the side of your desk and not knowing anyone else is doing it. Trying to eat healthier alone. Uh, Sitting behind your computer desk and trying to start a side business or learn about email marketing or start a podcast. That crap is all really hard if you're doing it alone. Trying to do it alone is hard and it's lonely. And then sometimes you end up getting advice from the wrong people, like, sorry, but not everybody in your life is necessarily going to be qualified to help you out. So this is one of the biggest things I see. Uh, There's a quote by Jim Rohn. It says, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And I think that's just so true. And if it's the wrong people, that's going to be really hard because you're going to spend more time justifying what you're doing or hiding what you're doing instead of feeling inspired. So... Not only is you know doing it alone alone crappy, trust me when I say the work at home in your pajamas dream is not what it's cracked up to be, uh, or doing it alone in terms of people that are not also trying to do cool things with their lives is also going to bring you down. This is one of the biggest mistakes I see. I think there's like this, um, even the word like self-made, it's like, oh, I did it all myself and then we glorify that in our culture. It's just wrong. It's just wrong. Like none of us do it alone. It takes a village. It takes a village to start a business, to start a family, to have a family. Oh my gosh. It's, it takes a village to just be happy whole humans. And so I want you to hear me loud and clear here. What I want you to do here, no matter what goal you're working on, is I want you to change your mindset around doing it alone and screw the whole self-made bull crap. And instead I want you to do it together. I want you to find a friend, find a mentor a coach, a community, a meetup group, an accountability partner, whatever that is, to do it together. So whether you're wanting to eat healthier, um, train for a triathlon, whether you're wanting to write a book or uh, star in a movie, I don't know what it is, but trust me when I say you need to be surrounded by other people that are also doing courageous, amazing things like you. With great people, when you're surrounded by great people, you're going to be the average of them and that's pretty cool because you're going to be capable of so much more. They don't necessarily – got to preface this. You know, it doesn't have to be people that are doing the same thing as you. Uh, There's some great benefits to that sometimes. And only you will know whether you need people that are also training or whether you just need some other ambitious and positive people in your life. Seeing what others are up to is so inspiring when they're doing great things. And even just being around other people who are challenging themselves and trying new things and putting themselves out there, even if if it's different than what that looks like for you, my gosh, that's going to lift you up. That's going to be – for me – I've, I've, that's why I created my Golden Girls Mastermind is because I wanted to be lifted up and that all, that all started over a bottle of wine with some girlfriends. Cause I was like, I need some people in my life who also want to do great things. And that's how, that's how it all came to be. For me, that's helped me to see other people's successes. It's helped me cheer them on. That's helped me pick me up when I'm feeling down. I really believe that when you have people around you that also get your big goals, whether it's new businesses or health journeys or adventures and travels or financial freedom or whatever it is, when you're around other people who get it and who are doing things and that's just, that's what makes success. Like that, they're, it will come faster, it's going to be a lot more fun and they're going to be able to support you on the days when it's hard because it's going to be hard no matter what you're trying to do. Anytime you're trying to do something different, it's going to be hard. One last little thing I want to point out here around doing it alone. If I haven't convinced you with like this heart, touchy-feely stuff, maybe this will convince you. The data shows that accountability makes a massive difference. Having somebody else know what you're doing increases your chance of success by to 95%. If you set a goal and just tell yourself, hmm, maybe you can relate to maybe even that person like me who sets an alarm for 5 o'clock and, or puts it in my calendar, I'm like, yeah, I'll go to the gym at 5 o'clock. Spoiler alert, I never go to the gym at 5 o'clock. It just doesn't happen or didn't happen before. Now I kind of have to with my daughter, but it never happened if I just did it myself. When you commit to somebody else that you're going to do it and you tell them a deadline, you are 95% more likely to get that done. So me telling someone else that I'm going to go to the gym and probably meeting them there, I'm like way, way, way more likely to show up and do that. And you can probably relate to that too. So if you can't do it with somebody else because it feels good and because, trust me, it's hard and you want to be inspired, do it for the accountability. Do it for the fact that just telling someone else what your intentions are and going for it is going to make you a lot more likely to be successful. Now, I have to put in a little shameless plug in here because I create amazing things because I know what the mistakes people make. Now, if you are looking for some accountability and a sense of community, which is so important, then I actually have a free Facebook group called the Golden Girls Podcast Insiders Group. So if you're looking for an accountability partner, go ahead and post in there and find someone. If you're looking for inspiration, there are other amazing women in there that are creating awesome things. And I'll drop the link in the show notes below here. You know, I wanted to create a space where you guys listening could come together and we could uplift each other and help each other so that we're not doing it alone. I don't know where in the world you are listening to this, but I do know this. It is so much easier when you have a community. It is so much easier when you feel supported and when you have a hard day that you have someone and... Community to lean on. And that's what the Golden Girls Podcast Insiders Facebook group is about. So hop on into that. Make sure you join in and come on in, introduce yourself. And I, I can't really can't wait to welcome you there. Now, also, I'm going to really quickly tell you about one other thing because it's a program and it's a part of my business that I truly believe in, like everything that I share. So I just want to really quickly mention this. So I do have the free Facebook group, the Golden Girls Podcast Insiders group, and you guys know I create a lot of free content. But I also have a private members-only paid program that runs year-round. And that one's called Golden Girls Community. Now, There are four main pieces of that. There's a monthly goal-inspired and really action-oriented training that's designed to help you meet you where you are to move you forward on your goals faster. We do a monthly get you done day. So we do virtual co-working, which is a ton of fun. And we usually have dance parties because I'm all about it. I do a monthly live question and answer with me where you get coaching and hot seats and um, whatever you need, whatever's on your mind. I'm there to help you. And there's also a private Facebook group there where I'm actually in there, my team is in there, and you get a lot more support. So that's something that's also available. And, of course, we do, like, meetups and surprises and guest experts and bonuses and contests and all sorts of things that I can't tell you all about because then it's not a surprise and I love surprises. So I just wanted to mention that. It, the truth is, like right now, um, if you're listening to this when this episode is released in the fall of 2019, the doors are not open. I only open them a few times a year. But I wanted to throw this out there because if you're enjoying this content that I'm sharing, and if you're looking for more support and accountability and you're ready to really level up, I want you to hop on that waitlist. And you can join on the waitlist at lisamicho.com forward slash community. The link is in the show notes there. So I just wanted to mention that, like I said, the doors are not open right now. Um, They'll open up a little later this year, right, you know, around the new year there. But um, I just wanted to share that with you because if you are interested, hop on that wait list so that you can be the first to find out because I usually only open the doors for a couple hours or, well, a couple days, I should say. Um, And I'd love to have you be a part of it if that's something that's resonating for you. Okay, well, thank you so much for letting me share all that with you. I really appreciate it. So to recap here, my friend, let's talk. Here are the five most common goal-setting mistakes that you're probably making. Number one, setting too many goals. Number two, setting goals you don't care about. Number three, planning to fail. Number four, ignoring your mindset and habits. And number five, trying to do it alone. Here is what you should do instead. Whether it's a current goal that you're working on or you're looking to create the next goal, here is my challenge to you. Here is what's going to help you be successful. Number one, stick to one goal. One thing, I know overachievers, trust me on this one, it's going to be a game changer for you. Number two, focus on your feelings and the emotions that you want. How do you want to feel in your life? What? How do you want to experience it? And then create a goal from that. Number three, plan for your success. Do it weekly for sure. Uh, and we'll talk more about like daily and monthly future on, but trust me, weekly planning, you're going to love it, my friend. And grab my weekly planner at lisamichelle.com forward slash weekly. Number four. Create a success mantra. Change your mindset in one way that's going to support you to achieve your goal. And create one new habit to support your goal, at least. And number five, do it together. Now, it could be our Golden Girls Community Podcast Insiders Club. It could be a Golden Girls Community My Paid program. But also, it could be a meetup group that you find. It could be a mentor, a mastermind, a partner, coach, or a business bestie. Do it together Find someone else and that could be doing us the same goal as you or even just other ambitious, positive women that you want to surround yourself with. But believe me when I say it, you are going to love doing it together and that, that's what it's all about, just becoming a better version of you. So if I have to sum up this whole episode in one sentence, it is this. Stop trying to do all the things for the wrong reasons and the wrong people alone And stop trying to do it without planning or changing your habits or your mindset. Instead, here's what I want you to do. Do one thing, the right thing, for you because you really, really want it. Plan for your success and surround yourself with people who are going to lift you up as you challenge yourself to level up your habits and your mindset. That is how you achieve your goals. That is how you create the life you're meant to live. That is how you become the best version of you so you can truly have it all